Hello and welcome. Please listen carefully. I'm gonna sit in my bathroom. I'm gonna talk about Young Jay. I don't want to have any hairspray, so I'll cut off all my hair. And I'm in the bathroom with Nicholas, and I'm a wear, wear, wolf, wear, wolf. I don't like to hit the football. Oh, what up? Go ahead. <laughs> oh, Charlie Brown. Like 500 more balls. hours. I know I had to pull the ball out from where you did. I don't know the girl's like, name, but I had to pull that away. <laughs> you about to punt that bitch. I just pulled that motherfucker right off your foot. God damn. Hey, yo, SpaghettiOs. All right. We're what back. is up? What we is are back. Up? Who's back? Who's back? You're back. I'm back. I got that. <laughs> It's your host of your favorite podcast in the world uh, called, I don't know what the name of the podcast is. I don't know is. what the name of this we'll podcast is. But your hosts are Samuel Raj Hares and a young Bruce Wayne. And a young Bruce Wayne. I don't know why I go formal Yeah. every time. You, I don't even like the name, name Samuel. It's your slave name. That's yeah. why. But Coming at you live, your host, <laughs> Kuta Kente. Uh, um. Anyways, I, we don't have okay. a name for the podcast. No, but what young is the podcast Justice. about? It's Young Justice. Young Justice. We're talking about. It's what young we're talking Justice. about right now. Great show. Yeah, amazing. We're on episode three. Welcome to Happy Harbor, Young Justice, season one, and uh, it's an amazing episode. It's an amazingly subtle episode. Mm. Uh, it does some really interesting things. The story is pretty straightforward. It's a. It's your. It's. I think the most generic. 22 minute episode of the whole season um yeah for sure but it does some really interesting things where they spend their time and what they use to be the reveals are really the opposite of generic they're really interesting right i think it's really difficult to set up a story without trying to set up a story and in these first few episodes you're trying to lay down the groundwork of everything and they do such a good job of telling a good story why laying groundwork down? And I feel like <clears throat> this episode has the hardest time because you're introducing Mount Justice and you're introducing uh, McGann and you're introducing kind of the dynamic that we're going to jump off of from episode to episode now. So it does have some of those like kind of generic things you were saying. And, but for an episode that has to deal with that hurdle of, hey, we're setting it up, it does a pretty great job. Yeah, it does It does a really amazing job. It's uh, it's Watching it this time around, this is, I think, my third time from start to finish. I've seen a bunch of the episodes randomly, but like starting at episode one and taking it all the way to the ending. Yeah, I think it's my third time around. And watching it um, this time, I was able to see more. I know that always you always say that you pick up more new books to see it whatever, um, but this series is so heavily focused on personality and individual characteristics mm-hmm. of these superheroes that uh, I never realized how big of a purpose that was for the whole show and really seeing it here really set things off. And no, go for it. I just want to hear. Give me some examples of 
those highlights. This is what I would like to break down, if you can, all right? <laughs> so you've seen it multiple times, and I've been interested in this since I'm also watching it for the third time through now. Can you recall highlights from your first time watching or your original opinions and then some of your opinions that you feel now without spoilers for episodes afterwards? Right. Challenge extended. Right. Yeah, I can. I remember the first time watching this episode, I was thought, um, I was thought, <laughs> I had thought that it was uh, stereotypical. It's going to play out like so many other um, shows I don't enjoy or so many other TV um, archetypes that are just not for me. Um, and so I was really worried about that. And, was, and I and also had a really selfish perspective about these characters. They're, they mean a lot to me. I don't know why. It's the dumbest thing in the entire How world. How dare you? Mess, you better not you mess better them not up. fuck with my... Like, yeah. I knew them. Like, you're Dick Grayson, right? In my mind. Mm-hmm. And he's a personal person. Personal person. He's a personal friend of mine. So I was really, really, really selfish and really, really personal and really uh, don't fuck with my toys. And so it was hard to win me over. Um, I was talking shit about it mm-hmm. all the way through to like yeah. mid-season. But yeah. I do remember seeing the episode and thinking that it was going to be a sitcom conclusion, 22 minutes. And I saw the setups. Yeah, and okay. uh, there's a moment where they call themselves out on that, which I think is really important. What, what part? When we are introduced to the villain of the episode, he plays uh, the same role as Red Tornado, android with hurricane powers. He's in a new costume. I was like, that's Red Tornado setting them up. It's going to be the reveal that it was him the whole time. Yeah, not I a felt villain. for that as well. And then they call it out in the middle. And you're like, oh, see, I'm smart. I got it. Because you're not... Counting, especially if you're a kid, you're not counting 22 minutes. You're like, oh, we've been through one episode or one commercial. I know the show's about to be over, right? You don't do that till you're a little bit older. So when you're watching it, they call it out and it's in the middle of the show, but you're just watching it and you're like, oh shit, okay, I'm smart. I got that piece. I, I saw that it was Red Tornado. And then they reveal that it's not Red Tornado and it's actually a bigger, uh, a, which is hindsight for the show, everything that they do. It has a much bigger scale to it. Um, and so watching it this time through, was really interesting because the show has nothing to do with the antagonist, the villain of the episode. It has everything to do with examining who these people are when their capes are off. So when you first, I had a very similar impression from when I first watched the episode that the color scheme was still um, taking me very off guard. Because it was like so bright and so colorful. And I think the other Teen Titans show that Teen Titans Go, it's, well, there's like Teen Titans Go, but it was before Teen Titans Go, it was just Teen Titans, was a lot, was on Cartoon Network and very anime. This is like quasi anime. That was very anime. And it was definitely set like it was funnier in terms of slapstick funny, but it was darker ish, you know what I mean? In terms of actual lighting and the theme and kind of sense that they were trying to go for. And this is a lot happier. I guess that show was not as happy. The show has like more of a happy front. And uh, so that was still weird. Like, oh man, this is going to be some like super simple kids show that's trying to be really happy and simplistic. And it's going to have episodic starting beginning. Red Arrow is going to train them for an episode. And then... Tornado. 
Red Tornado is going to train them for an episode. And then you're right. It's completely the opposite of that. And then, like, going back and watching it this time, it's, like, really the opposite to the point that I feel like it was making a comment on those things on purpose. You know, it was so purposefully yeah. uh, bring, trying to lead you to that conclusion. And if you could catch that it was not that, then that's really cool, yeah. you know? Absolutely. I think where this show takes place is another hint toward that being true because being the third episode and being the, truly the beginning of their team, there are pitfalls that you are going to have to fall into because it's what's going on in their lives the moment of figuring out that we need to work together, the moments that we take where you have to discover discover that we aren't as talented as we think we are, the pitfalls that you face when you do tell an, a character arc. Every story has to go through those. So to address it early on and be like, these are those things, you know they're going to be there, but here's yeah. how we're going to tell them um, is what they, I think, is what this show's hat is hung on. Because they're consistently doing that throughout the whole series and then even more so right into the next season. So, uh, But yeah, so it was really great uh, and it was really fun to watch. I think this episode, so one of my personal favorite pieces of this episode is uh, the revealing of these individuals. Um, none of them wear their super suits. None of them put on their capes. Mm -hmm. The most they do is have a piece of their item that is the most personal aspect of them. Robin keeps his utility belt. Uh, Kid Flash has his goggles. Superboy's wearing the S on his chest. Aqua Lad eventually rips his shirts off and shows his tattoos. And then Miss Martian shapeshifts. Yeah, I would say Miss Martian's um, accessory thing is the bio ship. Maybe. There's a few pieces because I was gonna say shape shifting, and the bio ship has shape shifting. But when I think about it right now, wouldn't you say it's the telepath connection? So I don't know. She has a lot because at the start of the episode, she's like making the cookies, and I feel like it's maybe the telekinesis because she's like flying unconsciously she's like oh the cookies are burnt and she flies in there which is telekinesis and then she moves and does the whole cookie thing with her telekinesis so maybe it's just her brain it's the telekinesis and the telepathy oh telepathy Telep telepathy is that the one you read minds <laughs> i'm not the fucking science words are all right not science words all right. they're made up they're cartoon words they're it's a, it's a it's science. A, okay. It's, it's a real science word. Reading Telepathy. <laughs> For everybody else who was confused and too scared to, to step up to the plate and say they were confused, tele telepathy is when you can read someone's mind. Okay. I have that. Okay. And then telekinesis is when you can move Mushy. objects the with force. your mind. Luke Skywalker. A.K.A. the force in a different nice. language. Yes. Nice. Which is interesting, actually, because the Force uses reading minds, too, now in right. episode 7. So, that's so McGann is... And she's from outer space. And she's from outer space. She's a Jedi. She's Yoda. Yoda is a Martian. Yoda is a motherfucking Martian. He's a, Why didn't he have a shapeshift? He's dwarf. Why, he's he half can't. white Martian. 
half green Martian. Oh, he's got a Tyrion thing going yeah. on. Also, oh, he's like, he's a, like a he was like outcast from Mars. Yeah, Get out of here, sure. you're a loser. But he's from a high. He's from a high family. Nah. Yeah, he is. Oh, he's from a high, family, from a high family, but they don't like they don't him. Like they reject they him reject completely. Him. But the other people can't reject him because he's. You know, know what I understand what you're yeah, talking about. I feel you, bro. No, but but yeah. So one of my favorite pieces of this whole series, this show specifically, this episode, Happy Harbor, is stripping away the heroism and the costumes and get into the characters. Absolutely, completely agree. We're talking about a whole bunch of characters who, just as people in their world, and I think that's a huge point that I didn't catch until you said that they're not in costume. You know that they are like bear showing themselves to each other and to the world and they're brand new they're not they're not the heroes that they want to be yet they're just kids you know they that line in the episode when he's like um you know oh these are just a bunch of children twister says that and then robin's like we're not children and it's like objectively you are (laughs) like we're starting a show and i can't tell you that these are superheroes i can tell you that this is a show about kids and that's the most objective thing that we can start with and we can build up from it so that's super dope teamwork bang so on the nose the next one i'm just gonna say teamwork they're bare right yeah and this whole show is more of a teamwork show than i even realized like i was saying last episode what i love i want to see a thing focus on it the the concept of adding mcgann in and mcgann is an amazing awesome character in and of itself One of the reasons why I love her is that she's like super, seems like she can't be any other way but open and vulnerable. It's like out of her control. She's just showing all of herself all the time. And she has the ability to see a lot of other people because of her telepathy. And I love how they kind of address that right away um, before the action and before conflict. She connects all their minds and just reads them. And then it's like, don't do that. That is terrible and an invasion of privacy. And later on, it's accepted and realized that we're together. That's true with any friendship. That's true with any relationship. We have these boundaries of privacy. And it's like, how close are we going to, how much are we really going to show someone else? And the, the gradations of what you show kind of dictate what type of relationship you have. And people get insecure or if you don't protect someone else's privacy and vulnerability that causes problems and then that's how people like break up or don't want to be friends anymore so those are huge adult major issues that they're addressing and they just what mcgann does at the beginning when she just connects all their minds and opens up their privacy she sets up a level of vulnerability between the the whole people right away off jump from this episode and from then on they know each other they know each other to a deeper level even if they don't realize it yet it allows for the blooming of true, trustworthy friendship. I know you. I can love you unconditionally. It sets that up, and they don't even know it is set up yet. They they start acting that way before they can even articulate that. And so this show is an awesome teamwork show. It's an awesome representation of what like how fruit, true friendship starts. Is with those friends that you can just be super open with, and you're not too worried about your privacy. You know. Um, so I thought that that was a highlight for me, especially that I didn't catch the first time I watched. And then especially as a highlight for where the show ends up going. Absolutely. And to comment on that note, I think when you develop a team aspect and we get to watch it grow from the smallest seed into the largest seed, 
in this universe, we know what the largest seed looks like, and that is the Justice League. So you see these characters struggle with working together and finding a level of intimacy in yeah. who they are and what they're doing. And you can see what makes the Justice League so perfect and so credible is that insight doesn't cross. What I am and who I'm and what I'm doing are the same thing. Even though there's different, uh, everyone's got their own secret identities. Batman goes where he goes. Superman goes where they go. They can come together and work seamlessly on major, major issues. And they can fight massive villains that want to destroy the entire planet and have these extremely complex plans because they're not going through the adolescent understanding of who am I as a person and is that okay for me to show you. We all have our secret identities that we reveal to ourselves or to other people. When the Justice League come together, their identity is their cape and cow, and the other piece is something they show the world, that all those different sides of yourself. But they're able to go through and play with each other in a way like no one else does. And I think they show that without ever showing it. The same way you were talking about um, the teamwork, how when knowing where the show goes and knowing where it expands and how this team builds together, showing them do that and knowing that the Justice League is in there doing that too, I think is a pace that you can take and go real meta with this show. It expands the universe, uh, which would lead me into my other piece that I really loved about the show was nothing's a one-off. There's no problem to right. solve for right. the episode. The villain is continuous. The stories are continuous. It's a true series. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I completely agree. And every character that Greg Wiseman and the other writers create is a person that they created. They took time and made a full person. Almost every character in this show, from small villain to big villain to hero to small hero, could go off and have their own show because they took the time, even if they don't show it, to write out a story for them, a full own arc, you know, and that gets highlighted throughout the season. One of the reasons why the show is way more complex than it is uh, the simple show that it was talking about. So that's all great. That is all love, straight <laughs> up. Great episode. Yeah. Um, we didn't talk. You got to watch the episodes episode. because we're, we're not, not going to do a lot of the breakdown. <laughs> no. I mean, there's a conflict and then there's a resolution and there's right. some awesome fighting. So watch it for the awesome fighting the and animation. not oh just the therapeutic God. part that we do. Oh my God. The animation's super oh on top. My God. But. Now that we've done all the good things, I want to talk about the things I love in the world. I want to talk about some of the things I hate in the world. I want to talk about what grinds my gears, okay? Gears. <laughs> my grind my gears, this episode, has nothing to do with Young Justice. It is um, on this thing that I like to call the graduate record <laughs> exam. I don't even know if that's the full name. The GRE. The, it's a standardized test that you have to take to get into graduate school. I'm applying to graduate school, so I have to take the GRE. And it is literally, not literally, it's one of the worst things that's ever happened to me in my entire life. Feels like that episode of Daredevil when they take the needles or the bamboo sticks and they stab them into his nails mm. uh, stick. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. You guys gotta watch that episode. Yeah. It's brutal. It's awful. <laughs> I mean, just bleeding heart bad. And that's the GRE. It's a sentence of death. It doesn't really measure anything good. I'm I'm all on that kick. I'm sorry. And I'm like yelling in the thing. So that's what grinds my gears. That's what grinds my gears. 
Grinding my gears. I'm grinding my gears. What grinding my gears? I'm having a pretty good day. Um, the episode, I do have something that grinds uh, my gears. Ah, fuck. I'm having a pretty good day. Nothing really grinds my gears. I'm <laughs> Nick. I'm benevolent. Oh, I walk on flowers. <laughs> Barbaric. Killing beautiful flowers. You're not supposed to walk on flowers. If you walked on flowers, that would grind my gears. <laughs> uh, um, grinding my gears. Nothing. I got nothing. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> I fucking love Amazing. this show. It's a great, great episode. I'm happy for you. Uh, it was... Um, yeah. No, yeah. I'm happy for you. That's <laughs> kudos. You want to take the GRE for me? <laughs> that actually seemed like fun. I did a little. I did like you doing like a practice yeah, exam. It's kind of fun. It's if, it if it was an iPod mad. game, if it was like a phone game, if it was a phone game, ding, if I ding. if it my if the fact that but I you have didn't to have to take it and it what the pressure of if I do good or not gets yeah. me into school. Yeah. If those parts weren't connected, you move those it might two. Be okay. It's a fun time. True. Uh, but yeah, so you know everything happens every once in a while, and that what's interesting is what we bring to the table when we will go to take in or in to be entertained by art, right? You brought that. What do you mean? So you were you were doing your GDE. That's yeah. not it. That's not it. You GED. <laughs> he, he's not going to grad school. He's good at the GED. That's what he is. <laughs> he's trying to join the military. <laughs> he's got to get the GED first. I got to run a mile in like <laughs> two minutes, and I can't. Do it. So I made up some story about the GRE. <laughs> uh, but so you had that day, and you and you were frustrated, and that was on your mind, and you brought that to the show. And uh, just like we talked about when the first time I watched it, I brought my biases, and we're like, I I refused from liking this episode, and that came with it. Uh, but you brought that in, and uh, did that have effect on your show this time watching it? Did it overall enjoyment? Did it was it plague in your mind? Or did you get lost in the episode? <sighs> No, I feel like I got lost in the episode. I feel like I'm a lot better at my, this is getting personal now, but I feel like I, <laughs> I'm a lot better at my anger and stress management, and this is a little bit stressful, <laughs> but I can detach it from yeah. the show that I watch. It has affected shows I've watched in the past. I feel like that's your grind your gears. Don't say it's not. What grinds Nick's gears is when people come to a show with their baggage and it stops them from liking the show, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. That's a good point because I would grind my own gear. That's what I bring at the beginning is that's what I, I've done that in the past. I've missed out. On so many moments of amazing comic book stories, like this show, when I first watched it, and uh, the Batman, Greg Capullo, Scott Snyder, Batman run. I read Court of Owls and Night of Owls, and was like, this is stupid. First time I read it. I mean, I, f I feel like there's nothing else more true in the world, except for like pizza should grow on trees and peanut butter jelly is really good. Scott and Greg's Batman is like amazing. And if you think that it's not, that's crazy, right? I thought to it get that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that right. So and crazy. I would, I would, I said, I said the characters look dopey. That's what my comment on Greg's drawing was. It oh looks dopey. Gosh. And then I thought the story was, uh, it, it, it just made shit up. Like nothing actually fit in. The mystery didn't go. They just kind of threw it out there in the end. A fucking idiot, right? And that was all because it was like I know better. And I bring it into it, and it's like this show has to be what I think it is, which in of itself is so fucking stupid because it can't be. It, it that's is. the one thing it there literally cannot be. <laughs> no, don't say it don't happen. Literally cannot be. It is what it is, and it should be valued and interpreted by what it's saying, not what you think it should be saying. Yes, absolutely. 
I love, I love your passion to say what grinds your gears because you're trying to be all nice. So you know I don't got nothing going on. You got shit going on that pisses you off. Let it out, man. Let it you out. You got hate in your heart. You got hate in your heart. Let it out. <laughs> um, so I, I'm not gonna segue. Next episode. That's our next little section that we talk about. Yeah, we talked about the show. We talked about what pisses us off. Now we're gonna talk about that thing that we're waiting for to watch that yeah. makes us feel really good, which is next episode. I'm not sure what next episode is. That's what's forgetting. so badass okay. about this show. You are. This is so. He is so this right. Is so badass about this. I've show. watched this. Through, this is my third time through, and I can never recall what necessarily is the next episode. And it's one of those things that you get to just like. I hope if you're watching this, you rewatch it because it unfolds again. Yeah, you have some knowledge and you know where it's going, but right, like the show still has some of that mystery unfolding that's really fun when you watch it for the new time. Yeah, it's kind of how it's going, and it's yeah. the third time. It's crazy. It's really intelligent when you go and you're teaching. I I went to school for education. When you go and you're teaching somebody, children, anybody, a story, the first thing you do is introduce vocabulary. And introduce locations to be like, now nah, you have some context, let's read the story. And I feel like with this series specifically, that's very important. So getting a second watch is huge because you have context, you have vocabulary, and now you can see what they're doing. But, uh, but yeah, what's really interesting about this episode is one of the biggest areas of critique. <laughs> you can't hear air quotes. <laughs> he just put his fingers up and was like quote-unquote critique and it was all cool and showmanship dramatic but it didn't work out it didn't work out uh but was the, uh the the ever expanding cliffhangers every episode the lights talking this is talking yeah. uh when it it isn't that cliffhangy um but it does continue and at the end of this one they leave off for a story that picks up six episodes later so it does give you like we're coming back just not necessarily uh, chronologically the very next episode I think I remember what it is um, I don't but I do know <laughs> but that'll be fun to figure out I know we have another character coming in yeah. mystery character um, there's another member of the team another core member that hasn't been shown yet so I can't remember if that's the next episode but oh well it'll be fun when we see what yeah. the next episode yeah, is going to sure. be um, Do you has this episode inspired you at all to do anything new or any ideas that could contribute to the art of entertainment yeah this well so it's the show for this episode for this specific category in our podcast <laughs> uh, and this uh, element of it is the show completely. I was watching The Batman last night. Oh. Greg Wiseman? The Batman. The Batman. No, I, I feel the, bad. I can't remember the other guy's name now. But it's Vietti. Is his last name? He's the one who got an Emmy for The Batman. Okay, so remember the first episode, I spoke about how I wish there was an expanding universe and we saw a Batman show and we saw a da-da-da-da-da. Knowing that who works on The Batman is working on this show... If you look at it and mudge a few corners, give a few years, the Batman might be the Batman we're seeing in this show. And that Robin in that mm. Batman might be the Robin we're seeing in this show. They both take an alternate Earths. They both mentioned that it is a separate story from all the other Batmans you know, right? This might be on the same universe, and that might be a Batman that's evolved, and now we're like six to eight years in. Um, they set up the Justice League in that show. They show you the Robin, Batgirl's there, they have the whole expansion. I mean, I see what you're saying. That really could, that would make, that can make a lot of sense. Um, definitely, 
Definitely has that same inspired by. I mean, the writer, Brandon Vietti, what's Brandon his name? Vietti. I mean, he did do both shows. He has a certain idea of the Batman that lives in his mind and the Robin that lives in his mind, and they definitely float on both paper. So, you yeah. know. So that would be mine. Mine would be, are these the same? Are they the same universe? Yeah. Are we watching the same characters later on in life with a different artistic mm. perspective because it's from a kid's point of view? Um, I wonder I'd have to go back and rewatch yeah, the Batman for logistical yeah, clues. Yeah. That would be really cool. Yeah. What about you? Anything that you have been inspired by? Anything you wanted to create? Anything that took your mind to a meta place? Zoom. Beats on it. Boom. At least. <laughs> Get, I at least got beats out of it. Um, I'm tapping a little dry here in terms of uh, a creative thing. I think maybe. Um, one thing that could be fun uh, is one that's not necessarily fun. What the next thing that I feel like would contribute to this kind of world is I love when um, I loved the DC animated movies, the Frank Miller's movie, Batman Year, Year One. one. Or the showcases, the Green Arrow showcase. The showcases have been great. The um, Dark Knight Returns. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's way better, in my opinion, than a lot of the uh, gradations, but than a lot of the live-action movies that I've seen that are superheroes. Yeah, except for BVS. And I would say that... (laughs) I'm not going to even touch that one. I don't even want to say the (laughs) words. Because then the open those doors, open those fucking doors. Um, But they could continue to expand on making these feature length movies and making them a thing. I feel like people were really receptive, and they could take them from the shows that they're creating. Like we could create an episodic show of um, Flash and all these characters, and then when you know how DC Universe does a crossover episode or crossover Infinite Crisis. You could just make that a feature-length film, mm. as well as other feature-length films that kind of cap off or start bit major storylines within the TV shows. So if Young Justice um, started season three, bring keep bringing YJ hashtag, they could start it with a DC animated movie, and then the sh- show could follow, or the other way around. So. That would be a great place too for bringing Young Justice back. I think an avenue. They're one of the most successful areas of their entertainment are these animated films in in proven history over show over show over show they all lead cartoon shows often lead to movies spongebob had a movie that was released in theaters so it's a it's a proven strategy i think and if we could getting a full season might be difficult but if they were to get enough love and using that hashtag keeping keep bringing yg and and enough support and buying the dvds Mm -hmm. they were like we want to revisit this world can we make a movie can we make a movie that would be kind of badass that would be really that'd be really cool and it's just a different way to tell a story you know like you don't have a whole about like season episodes to tell a long story which if you think about it is crazy a movie has two hours Four episodes. And not cartoon movies don't get two hours. Imagine that. Imagine a fucking right, two, two and a half hour cartoon movie. Right. So it sets up, it just uh, hits different story arcs and hit, hits different emotions just in, by its nature of being a movie. Yeah. Which I think would be cool to just have both. Yeah. So that's what I have for a new idea. Yeah. 
Cheers. I think that's it. I think that's um, it. Hashtag keep bringing YJ. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to plug it again because we have nothing else to plug. We have no sponsors. <laughs> no one gives a shit about us. So we're going to plug this again. Hashtag keep bringing YJ. Uh, we have not started, but our uh, Twitter page is getting up uh, before the end of the weekend. Uh, and we'll be shooting out keep uh, bringing YG. I'm on Facebook. He's on Facebook. We're going to do it on our personal pages. You guys won't be able to get it because we're really private. And we don't want to. <laughs> That's our own. I'll do it on my Facebook, I'll but do please Facebook. don't follow me on Facebook. Whatever this is, <laughs> it is. All right. I, you, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to accept I'm your. Accept I'm not going to accept so your. So that can grind your gears. Yeah, but whatever. But I don't care. <laughs> but uh, but no. But seriously, keep bringing YG, buying it YJ. on YJ. Keep YG banging. What's good? <laughs> YG ain't a bad YG rapper. Ain't a bad rapper. YG ever. Buying it on iTunes. Buying the comic. There's a comic that takes place in between the five years. Uh, buying that. Which bad we boy. should do. We should. Bring on here for an episode of just yeah. reading that comic That'd in between. Maybe the um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, the more we do, the more you can you can give to the show, the more likely it'll come back. So yeah, hashtag keep bringing YJ, and we'll keep bringing YJ <laughs> to you. <laughs> Classic. Classic. Please listen here. Yeah, bitch.